Welcome back to Wake Up with your soul saving sisters. It is Emma and Victoria. And if you clicked on this episode, that means that you are looking to see the before and after of God. What it feels like to to I mean, odds, yeah, odds are you know what it's like to not know God, right? If you're here with us following us, I think we kind of stand on the fact that we were not knowing what we were doing to we know Jesus. We don't know what we're doing, but we at least know Jesus, right? Yeah. Which helps a lot. But um, today we wanted to kind of step into some different scripture, right? Which is Victoria's poem book. We wanted to kind of look into her own words. Um, she has such a powerful way of using words and rhyming words to make them hit in a way oof, makes me get chills sometimes, you know. So today we wanted to open up her poem book and see what her poems looked like before she knew Jesus, before she relied on Jesus, leaned on Jesus, and had her foundation as Jesus. And then to turn into the later of the book and see how those poems shifted and how we can relate them maybe to you and how you can relate them to yourself. Um, it's just good to read. I love her poems. I don't have the same like creativity when it comes to writing down what I'm thinking into being relatable to other people, which she just does such a great job at. So I just thought... Why not dig in not? and hear the difference? Because yeah. you can really hear it. Yeah, and what's funny is the poem, like, book, it says on the front, always growing. Oh. And it's got a tree on it. And it's, like, kind of representative of God being the tree. You mm-hmm. know, we're part of the branches, but we're always growing with God, mm-hmm. you know. So whether you know God or you don't know God, he's always present. He mm-hmm. created you. He knows you. Right. So you are always growing with him. So... But you will definitely hear a difference, mm-hmm. I think, of knowing him and being comfortable, being real with him versus not knowing him at all. Maybe give a background of where we were at before this poem so we can get a display yes. of the scenario yes. of what was going down in life. So it says it was written in 2019. Okay. So that's three Right years before ago. COVID. That's yeah. a tough one, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And, it's a um, lot coming. You didn't even know I it yet. I don't know what month. It doesn't have the month, okay? So I had, like, taken... I have a poetry book, and I'll, like, take old poems and write them in the book because I want it to sound like a cohesive book almost, mm-hmm. you know, of my life. And so 2019, I was dating a guy, and I really... It was just on and off all the time. Broke up, broke up. Oh, my gosh. We're gone. We're done now. And so it was just um, one of those off periods of the time. We had broken up. And I would go out and I would drink. And I would just want to get drunk to the point where the words could, like, flow. I always used writing as therapy. So this was another form of therapy for me. So I would just, like, but I, for some reason, would just want to, have like at least two drinks maybe three out and then I would want to come home it's interesting how some of us too even in like a breakup or in those situations we tend to get drunk to say how we feel yeah to use that as an excuse to say how we feel right whereas now you'll see too she still has the same method same thing you know same uh writing it's still just as good yet you're not needing a drink to to get those it. words to come it's yeah. almost like we push that fear we have fear of what we might say so we almost get drunk to say them so yeah. we don't it's like we have an excuse up how you really feel mm-hmm. but the alcohol almost is like liquid truth almost like mm-hmm. it comes out but it's like you don't always need that you don't need that you don't in yeah order to tell the truth so 
you can just be honest. But back then it was hard for me to open up mm-hmm. and be honest. And so that's the only way I would do it is in my writing. That's how I would get things out. That's mm-hmm. how I could even navigate how I would feel mm-hmm. about certain things. So I would write them down. So let's get started. All right. All right. It's called Intoxicated. Nothing can ever replace you. So, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Fuck guys with good haircuts or guys I work with going through a rut. Or no one at all. Maybe I should try Adderall. Anything to get my fucking mind off you. I claim it's mine, but the shit it plays, I rue. I miss you, but you are gone. So who even are you? I miss a memory, and that's what it's come to. Damn. So, it's really strange. It's even, like, kind of cringeworthy for me to read that now because I don't, I don't like cussing like that. I don't like how it sounds. Mm-hmm. But it is true. This is what real words from me back mm-hmm. then. So, mm-hmm. it, is, it is real. Um, and that's how I really would feel. And it's just so funny to say, I remember being like, I miss you, but you're gone. So, who even are you? I miss a memory, and that's what it's come to. It's like... What I really missed about that person was the feeling and the the person, you mm-hmm. know, the I was in love with love, you mm-hmm. know, instead of the actual person, it was just the feeling like mm-hmm. I missed that memory of it, you know, and so that's, that's the poem. It's like, I just miss that person. I miss that feeling mm-hmm. and I get so upset. I want to find it in another person in sex almost, you know, like, do I just have sex with these guys? Is that what I'm supposed to do? No one. I'm not supposed to have sex with anyone, probably. You know, yeah. I remember my little self being like, I probably shouldn't do that, mm-hmm. you know. Then it's like, well, then maybe should I try Adderall? I need to get my mind off of this guy. Mm-hmm. This guy is always on my mind. I need to get it off of my mind. So just a different place, a different Victoria. That was Tori. <laughs> <laughs> that was Tori who wrote that. Yeah, I was telling her, I'm like, yeah, read that one. Because I just see the realness in that one where, yeah, she, she cusses, yeah, we, you know, but it's real, and I don't think that we should be so shy away from the realness of who we once were too. And that there, if it would, if it weren't for them, we wouldn't be here now. You wouldn't hear the poem you're about to hear and the trans transformation that she's gone through. You couldn't transform if you weren't somewhere yeah. to begin with, you know. So take some real, you know, love for yourself in those situations when you are confused and you don't know the right answers. And do I go and have sex with this guy and this guy and this guy to make myself feel seen, heard and love, you know, and and soon when you when you get Jesus in your life, when you've accepted him in your life and um, taken that step to transition in that direction, you just start to see this uh, feeling of of completion you know where it's not i have to go search for this guy or search for this thing or have adderall or be drunk or whatever right you're just constantly trying to fill you can hear it in that poem that there's something missing Mm -hmm. and you believe it's this guy when in reality you even know it's not the guy it's the memory of the guy so what is it that we're really searching Searching for and missing in our life it's the love which yeah. God is love. And you can yeah. just see it without him being mentioned in there. He's needed. Yeah. He's being longed for. And I'm asking, what do I do? Like, where do I go? Mm-hmm. Nothing can ever replace you. It's like I ask questions almost to God even. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. like, God, what do I do? Even though I'm not really talking to God. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I think I was around then. But it was like very brief conversations. Mm-hmm. And I was mostly intoxicated. 
when I would talk to God back yeah. then. Because the guy I was dating, his mom introduced me to Jesus. Like, I remember going to church with her. And so I remember being like, okay, okay. So he wants me now is who I am. God wants me now. She's mm-hmm. making it very clear that I'm chosen now. And then I would be like, well, I'm going to be drinking tonight. I'm still <laughs> going to talk to God, you know. And so I remember just even being like, wow, I can, I, I, you can still talk to God no matter what state of mind Amen. you're in. He wants you, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. we talked about before. He just wants you. So it's just a matter of you opening up and being intimate with him even in your even in your issues and your drinking and your let him in invite him into those situations Mm -hmm. and so yeah when you're still looking for answers and when you're drunk and pissed off and Mm -hmm. cussing like a sailor you still can invite him in he's not scared of that he still wants you he still wants you and he's never going to be scared of anything that nothing you have or are dealing with is too big for God. Mm-hmm. God can deal with anything that you're dealing with. He's He's the creator. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's got it all. He's got all the answers. He has the answer to what I'm asking. You know, should I do this? What am I supposed to do? He knows what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. So Pursue can, me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pursue me and you'll find out. Yeah. You know, and then you get to see half the book written through and towards the end of what she has, it's like you get to see this transformation through the words, which I encourage you to find a, a creative outlet in some way to almost show how you feel. I'm not much of a writer down, but I do try to make it a part of my habits to journal, even if it's small, you know, because I'll remember certain things from certain days that, you know, maybe don't matter, but they resonated with me in a certain way, you know, so I'll remember a state of mind that I was in at a certain point by just a simple note that I leave for myself. And I have them in my phone, like little notes, but it's so good to look back on, especially during heartbreak, especially during during these moments, maybe your parents are fighting or going through a divorce, or maybe your best friend hates you now, maybe you did something wrong, blah, 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 right? There's these moments when you just invite him into them suddenly yeah the transition happens yeah and it's just a matter of you saying i don't know what i'm doing and just having the outlet to write it down you get to look back and see no i wasn't on the right track but look at me now how did i get here yeah you know what i mean like you don't see it in the present moment these shifts happening but no. when you look back two months ago you're like dang yeah I've done some work. I didn't even realize that I did it. But now I'm not doing the same things or talking the same way as I once did. That's why the poetry for me is my outlet where I can at least look back and be like, wow, look at that girl back then. Mm -hmm. I doesn't even sound like me. Yeah. You know, which is a blessing because I didn't really want, I always wanted to grow, you know, and I feel like I was kind of stuck in that place back then. So, you know, it could be art for you or Mm -hmm. it could be, you know, just like anything. I don't know. A creative outlet that you you find personal that you can do maybe it's like voice memos in your phone maybe you're not a big writer or Mm -hmm. something maybe you just need to talk it out but whatever it is you know keep track of your growth because you're gonna look back and thank god for it i just realized too mine are uh snapchats i will record a snapchat of me talking me preaching and it will not go anywhere it's just saved and i every time i do it i think if I die, I hope they go through my videos and they'll hear some of the things that I said that even maybe I don't remember, but I know 
I was either going through something at that time. Like, just hearing that, it made me think. I have so many videos on my phone that are of just me in my car talking. Mm -hmm. But they matter to me because I know that what I'm saying is something that, one, God had me and him were talking, right? Because I'm only going to record something if I had prayer before it. So I know that there's been a conversation. And now thinking back to before Jesus, the pictures and the videos I would take. Yeah. Not honoring God right. whatsoever. Not And not only that, I'll see myself now. I used to take selfies all the time in the car. And now it's like I don't even want to take the selfie in the car. It doesn't matter. It takes too long for me to hit the angle, get the right sunlight oh, or right. this or that. That like... Or even the look of seduction that I was searching for at one point in my Snapchat stories. Like, I wanted to be hot, sexy, attractive, appealing. You know, now it's like I will see myself taking the picture and trying too hard. And in the moment, I can see myself trying too hard. So then it's redirect. You're not even going to take the picture. What's the picture for? You know what I mean? So now I'll take these videos of me talking, which is not about how I look. Mm -hmm. It's about how I'm feeling in the moment. And that's me translating it so I can look back and be like, oh my gosh, that was a good word. Yeah. That was good, you know? Yeah. And that's what we're doing here with her poems. It's like, that's good stuff. That You see the transformation. Show us the that. transformation. All right. This poem, and actually that last poem was written in 2018, now that I remember, okay? Because I moved to St. Louis in 2019, and her. I wrote that before. Hmm. So that was 2018. This poem is written in 2020. So two years later... And this poem is called Running to the Father. Hmm. I might have lost some friends along the way, but it cannot compare to the love I've gained. The bars lost another crazy drunk girl, and the church gained one more radical Jesus lover. Late nights miss that insecure girl, screaming in the street, storming home on her two feet. She's got a drug dealer to meet. But it was God that made her heart beat. Jesus patiently awaiting to greet. He showed me my seat. I've learned to trust God with all my heart. It wasn't easy making it this far. But in the end, what matters most is being in the arms of the Father. He will always be our most gracious host. Mm. So good. So good. So good on its own, but then so good for this message. Like. Yeah. Because you can just poorly. hear it. Yeah, they yeah. really do. And they have... Because that girl was the drunk girl in the street. Right. Back then. And, and that's know? so interesting. Hearing it now, just this time, I'm like... <sighs> Past you, first poem, has no idea about future poem you. Right? <laughs> has no idea what's to come. It's so broken hearted. But, but yeah. present poem you knew all about the past. Mm-hmm. And has that... that it's just the obviously the second poem is on the right track right but so was the first one yeah you know what i mean yeah because the first one got you to the second one right but clearly you're seeing that this is on the right track and that's what's just so beautiful about being able to look at the transformation you were always on the right track even in those god has you on the right path always he has you exactly where you're supposed to be yeah it's just about looking at him in the situation you're in yes you know like you're never going to be perfect you're never going to be in the perfect house you're never going to be in the perfect state you're not going to be in the perfect school or the job it's never going to be perfect all at the same time that's heaven that's what we have to to long for to to get to yeah eventually yeah but god just promises he's gonna be with us Mm -hmm. now we're gonna be with him right he's gonna be with us in our situation which is 
so I can just feel it in these poems where like the past you doesn't know what's to come however you know probably you're not on the right track mm-hmm. you know what I mean like they knew that yeah but God says no you're you're right there I'm here with you just keep going just yeah. keep going and soon you get the birth of this amazing version of yourself that gets to to know peace yeah you know what I mean to know to not be the storming girl in the street right. and to now be to now look back and be like wow look how far I've come, yes. you know, like that, that used to be my life. That used to just be a normal everyday thing. But that girl led to this girl now who, who loves being at church and who can't yeah. wait to go have God make her heart beat. Like he's the one that really gets my heart beating the way a love should, mm-hmm, you know, cause mm-hmm. he is love. So it is like, my gosh, you know, nothing can make me feel so special and so loved than God, mm-hmm. the father, you know? And then Jesus, patient, waits waits for you. Mm-hmm. You know, he's so patient with you. Even when you want to run away and want, it's like, he's still going to be patient waiting for you. He's still, he's still there. Even if you keep walking in the opposite direction, like he keeps walking behind you. Mm-hmm. It's not like he gets to a certain point and he says, all right, she's done. Lost cause. She, yeah, she's not turning around. No. He's still there. Yeah. He's waiting. And that's the beautiful thing about Jesus. Like, he he genuinely, he wants you to turn around, but he knows you're not, Mm -hmm. right? So he knows, okay, we're going to keep going. I need to maybe put another roadblock. Maybe I need to put another little something in front of her. Maybe she'll turn around and just see that I'm right there. Yeah. Right? Sometimes it's just a matter of we don't want to look back at the past because it's scary and it's hurt. But maybe Jesus has been there the whole time and we just need to look back and see, oh my gosh, he's been here the whole time and he's just waiting for me to turn around. Yeah. You know, sometimes we're just so focused on being even the better version of ourselves when in reality we've been the best version of ourselves the whole time. It's just we need to look to him to see that part of us because some of us beat ourselves up it's trauma that's done this to you you know what i mean there's things that have put you in places that you were never maybe meant to be in but you were at the same time you're supposed to go through these hardships in order to know how strong you are you know nothing that's happened to you is on coincidence and for no purpose you know victoria's gotten her heart broken so she can feel what it is to have a a a whole heart you know what I mean? If you've never felt the brokenness, you'd never know that it's whole when it's whole. Yeah. You know? So I think that's the beautiful thing of Jesus. Like, I'm right here. Yeah. Just turn around. Turn around. Stop walking. I'm right here. You know what Be I mean? Still. Be still. Right. Know that I am God. I got you. Mm. It's special. It's a special. It really is. And now it's 2022, and we keep writing. That's the thing. Keep going on your path. Keep growing on your path. He's still got the best in store for you. So that's what's incredible. It doesn't end. Just when you think it's over, it's not over. Mm-mm. You know, there's Mm-mm. always some something that he has for you. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I freaking love it. I freaking love it. I love those poems. Let's hear I- your transformation story. Yeah. We all have one. We all went from something into something now. And we're all on our way to something even better. You know, it's just about for real, for real, inviting Jesus in. I think that that's that was the point of this episode was just to see the transformation of what it's like to be true and honest, even when you don't have Jesus, which was, you know, drugs, alcohol, loneliness, you know, longing for somebody or something, finding an answer. You know what I mean? We all want these answers. 
And then all along, we start to realize the transformation is knowing that Jesus was the answer and that we don't need all these other things. We don't need that guy. We don't need these things. It's more just we need this relationship with the creator. Yes. And that's the true transformation. Yeah. Yep. And it's beautiful. (laughs) So beautiful. All right. Well, I think this was a short and cute episode, more so just to hear the the before and after. We would love to hear your before and after. We want to hear your testimony. We want to know you deeper on a level that makes us in awe of God. You know what I mean? It, It all comes down to... God and what he has for us in the in the emotions changing not so much the physical changing but the emotional and spiritual changes in our life from when we go from one thing to another the the hurt that we once feel to the redemption we now feel you know that's what we're we want for you and we want to hear from you and we want to be your friends we want to be have an intimate relationship with you guys as well to hear the good and bads in, in your life and to know that there's something greater coming from the bads and the goods. Yeah. You know, we have heaven to look forward to. You know, we want to make hell nervous. We want to make the devil nervous. We want to do those things because it's real. Mm-hmm. So be honest, be vulnerable. Don't be afraid to share, you know, your true self. Mm-hmm. Like those poems, it's not always easy to share mm-hmm. them. You know, it's kind of like, uh,. That's like my diary, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but like let it out. Let somebody else because you never know who could, who that could really touch, who who's listening and who looks up to you and you never know. So, so when you start setting that example for others and just kind of letting your guard down personally, you can allow God to be that guard for you instead of you always being the guard for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And your story, your testimony is what transforms other people's hearts too, you know, because yeah. God works through you. So let him shine through you and don't be afraid to share your your story or your with just another person on the street or just another mm-hmm. coworker or anybody it is, you know, just just be just be real and be be yourself and let it let it come out. Don't be afraid because it's beautiful. You're beautiful, so let that let that out. Don't keep it to yourself. Amen. Don't you dare. You're so Share pretty. It with the world. It's a pretty. You're so freaking pretty, mm, yeah. girl. And now I want to pray for you. Okay, let's hear okay. it. Okay, Father God, wow! Thank you for just allowing us to come together and and transform in your presence. Thank you for for being the God that transforms us, that doesn't leave us where we are, but mm. changes who 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 we thought we were supposed to be Amen. and makes us just back to who you created us to mm. be. Let us to continue to be that that person that you wanted and that you chose and that you created everything of the whole world. So let us feel that worth of who our true selves are because you made that in your thoughts. God, mm-hmm. let us think your thoughts and let us have the courage to share our true vulnerable selves with each other. I pray that we no longer strive to be an outside uh, appearance-based mindset, but that we can just be a true loving vessel for you and not worried about the physical, but worry about really the spiritual and mm-hmm. allowing ourselves to just to let go of of whatever we think is right and to allow you to show us what is right. And we pray for a week of blessings and of true honoring you and whatever we do, help us to 
to grow spiritually and to grow with each other in the body of Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. She went a little poetry on us on that little prayer. I did. I felt that one. She went for it. Love you. Love you.